Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Disney parks. Before I get started, I need to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Remember, it costs you no extra money and you get that world-class level of support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no-obligation quote. You may have noticed that I said Disney Parks instead of just Walt Disney World like I normally do in the intro, and that is because we are traveling all the way to Disneyland. We have a dining review coming from Disneyland, I think, for the first time since we relaunched the Disney Dining Show, and also because... You know, it, it's the first time that we've had anyone for our, from our team out in Disneyland able to do reviews. So, oh, we've got some Disneyland content coming for you. But we also, of course, have Walt Disney World as well to cover. We've we've got a really fun show. We have a Disneyland staple, a quick one from Fiasco, and then uh, a proper table service dining review from Pete and the team. But we're starting out. In Disneyland, we have Rhino and Mary Jo, and they have the the corn dogs that I love so much from Little Red Wagon. We're going to hear their thoughts on it. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino. Mary Jo. The wonderful Mary Jo, and we are here at the wonderful Disneyland Park, and uh, we're, we're a little snacky. Yes. I've been waiting for over a year and a half to have this particular snack. Oh, this particular... You know what? And I I was worried, because we are on our last day here, at least for me, you live here, but uh, that I was going to uh, skip town without getting the famous Disneyland corn dog from, from the, the Red Wagon. Yes, yeah, the, yeah, the Little Red Wagon, right? Yeah. So, um, is it all mobile order? Can you walk up and get a... I think it's mobile order, but we'll ask... No, you can walk up as well. I can okay. see people doing it behind me. I could have answered the question myself. You can see it back here. Um, which is interesting. I've seen a couple of locations now that are both mobile order and walk up, which is which is nice. So that's important to know because sometimes it's just it, it when you're when you're really hungry and everywhere around you is mobile order, it can get a little frustrating. So it's nice to know some spots where you could grab something to tide you over while you wait for for your food to be ready and yeah. stuff like that. But we're talking about it too much. We are gonna go because it's, it's ready. So I'm hungry. We're ready. Let's go. Let's go pick it up. Let's go get it. Okay, so the corn dogs, they came out a little bit differently this time, right? They're right. in a bag. They're in a bag. Yeah. Make the big reveal. There we go. Don't drop them. I, I know, right? No, 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 no. Ooh, ooh we Look went cuties because we're a bunch of cuties. <laughs> Look at that. Look how good mm, that looks. Mm, 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 <laughs> mm, mm. I'm excited. Yeah, you pick I'm ladies' choice. I'm going to get this here. one. Well, thank you. Okay. And uh, I like a ton of mustard on mine. I like mustard, mustard on mine too. Yeah. Not too much with ketchup with corn dogs. I'm a, I am a ketchup and mustard on a regular hot dog. The yeah. corn dog though, it's like, I want I want it to be out, like, I don't know, there's just something. I love yellow mustard. I love like, it, I love the little, oh no, I just, shit. Are you kidding me? Good thing he brought the extra. Cutie. Thank God oh, the, the cutie. cutie. Thank God the cuties have the built-in Right. Yeah. I so maybe it's not a good idea to unwrap the cutie before you're ready to eat it. Yeah, do not do that. Yeah. And because I have a habit of getting... again really quick since I just grabbed the cutie off the ground. 
have a habit of getting stuff on my fingers, so I have the wipes so that we can. Oh my gosh, I am ready. I'm ready. Hold on. Yeah, I will. I'm yeah, not gonna. I'm gonna wait for you, but no, it's it this looks so good. Now the trick will be for me not to get stuff on my clothes because I've been doing that every day. Lean over. Loads of mustard. Okay, I loaded up. We woke like, up ready to eat these. Yeah. <laughs> Just ready? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So good. It's like, it's oily, but like in the good way, mm -hmm. you know, where you're like, I don't care right now. Cause like you can see the plastic wrap get a little oily here, but it's so crispy. I love how crispy it is. It's like perfectly cooked, right? I love how crispy it is. What I really like about the Red Wagon is they wait till you actually get there before they dip it all in that oil. Yeah. And so it's real, it's fresh. It's not sitting there waiting for somebody to come get it. Mm. So good. Just trying to be cool and <laughs> open another packet. <laughs> That's why we don't sit at the benches. I'll tell you what I'm getting. I get a mustard on my clothes. And mustard will not, can't. You gotta be I use me. my teeth. You gotta be joking. I'm not putting this in my mouth. It's I, dirty. I didn't. Well, you can clean it. I, I use got my a mouth. dirty mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you some Orbitz gum after this. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Orbitz gum. Mm. It's like a larger than average hot dog in here. I feel like. But, well, our average hot dog's like this long, and this was. I mean, we've already eaten. Um, almost like what I call a dog dog, and it's. I mean, it looks like a lot of um, the cornbread, but it's all cooked, which is really good. It's not a bit crispy on the outside. Oh, you know what's great? So, like, normally I hate corn dogs, too. I'm not a corn dog person at all. And it was like, Craig, that was like, you have to get this, and this is how you do it with the mustard. And I'm just like, mm. he's right. It's so good. You know what? why? It's because it's also got the perfect amount of like coating around the hot dog so it's not like too much of the breading right right you know because that's terrible when that happens and like it's a good quality hot dog inside here don't get grossed out and the seasoning is really good it's not bland the cornbread itself is seasoned i know there's no good way to eat this on camera so i'm yeah, just being sorry. ridiculous every time i go full in i'm like <laughs> you're right adding the mustard mm. as you go so you keep having it i grabbed a handful and i don't think i grabbed enough I feel like it should be in pumps so I could dip it. Hey, oh, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. This is like, I know people like at like Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, they like to do the corn dog nuggets and then there's like a cheese sauce or something to dig it in. I'm like, nah, not for me. Not for me. Mary Jo, do you remember how much these were? Is it possible to check that for us mm -hmm. just so we can say? And also, I believe you, did you get a legacy pass holder discount on this mm -hmm. too? So we, what the order came with is a drink, the, um, the corn dog, and then you had the choice of a cutie, chips, or there was a third thing maybe? Fritos or Doritos. Oh, Fritos or Doritos, yeah. Cuties, what were cuties? They used to be apple slices. They used to be apple slices, but I actually I like this better than the apple slices. Because this you can you can take with you, but it's nice and fresh yeah. and just, it's Sometimes refreshing. the apple slices, because you're like, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're in the bag for so long, it's like, yeah. uh, I mean, I took them too, so don't, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have variety mixed up. So the, the price for the corn dog, is $9.79 with, with your choice of side, as Rhino said. And then the Legacy Pass holder discount 15%, so we got- But they're only doing that to the end of July. 
So if this video, if you're watching this after July 31st, there's, I, as, as far as I know, there's no longer a Legacy Pass holder discount. Um, let me just... That's what it says on my Legacy Pass holder. That it is says, correct, but says, they extend it every month. Oh, they've been extending it every month? Until okay, so, they come up with a new program. So make sure you check check that. Check yeah. that before you go, but yeah. Because my first one expired May 31st, then it went to June 30th, oh. and then July They were waiting 31st. for me to get here. That's they were. Darn it, then you can't go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I need All you right, to stay. my arm. Um, <laughs> So the total for the two, for the well, oh, okay. So we have so the total for the corn dog with the discount is eight thirty-two. You know, so just the corn dog that you, with and nothing else. Oh, and the cutie. Yeah. So we added the bottles of water, but yes. So the corn dog with the cutie is eight thirty-two. I think that's totally worth it. Yeah. I think it's a good amount of food, but also if you're like doing a big dinner later or something like that, I don't think it's gonna be like. I can't eat full meals, yeah. like three full meals. Yeah, me neither. Something light for breakfast, something with um, some nutrition and breakfast so that you can get some energy going. Something like this in the afternoon, and then dinner or a big lunch, and then something like this in the evening. I That's like, what I go for. I like to graze, so I think this is a great option. Uh, and I agree with you, an earlier in the day sort of an option. It can be an end of the night option, but I, I associate it with kind of a morning thing. I don't know. Like early, like early afternoon sort of a thing. But. I like to try so many different things here, so. Uh, but there you have it. That's that's what we think about this. We can't rec recommend them enough. I think you know, um, little red corn, little red wagon. Mm -hmm. I always call it the little red corn dog hut. And that, who, what is that? Who made that? I don't know. Maybe that's I think my just, future. It's just, you're just putting it together, right? Yeah. What I would say is, um, if you know that you're going to get this, you might want to mobile order head, mobile order it yeah. at the time you think you're going to eat it. Because sometimes at lunchtime it gets a little crowded yeah, and you don't want to back up. Mm -hmm. yeah. So and, we yeah. did that like right away. It's at the <laughs> end of Main Street. When you're coming down Main Street toward the castle, it's tucked away on the right. It's right um, right where the first aid station is mm -hmm. over there. So uh, so check it out. Let us know what you think. I'm so happy to be having I'm so happy the quality is still here with this too. Because, you know, that was the Disneyland was closed for over a year. So it was like, you know, some stuff coming back. Is it going to be different? Is it going to be the same? I don't right. know. Well, some of it is different. So it, I agree with you. This is this is the same as before. Yes. Um, I think it's a fair price. I think it's a great quality item. A staple of Disneyland, I, I would say. So. Well, it's unique. You can get corn dogs anywhere, but there's none like the ones that they have here at Disneyland. Exactly. That's my honest opinion. Just got the mustard open too. So <laughs> I think that's <laughs> a good time to, uh, to finish well, it here. I, I just wanted to add one thing. If you're worried about where to sit, you don't have to sit at a bench. You can actually come into Plaza Inn and sit at one of the tables. I just wanted to say that. There you have it, the Disneyland corn dog, my favorite thing to eat while I'm in Disneyland, and my my highest highest recommended item over anything else in terms of Disney parks. If if you don't have a Disneyland corn dog, you have never done Disney food right. I will just say that much. But we are going to move back over to this coast to Walt Disney World, where Fiasco has a very quick take for us. Uh, from the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, he went back to brewing to, to try one of the different flavors he didn't have previously. So let's listen to that one. Hey everybody, Fiasco back again at Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, I just hit up the Brew Wing stand again and I'm going to try where I already did try. By the time I'm filming this intro, I already tried it. My mouth is still on fire from it. Uh, the Mango Habanero Wings here. Um, I tried the Brew Cart back on opening day, uh, but I said I was going to come back and I was going to get the Mango Habanero Wings and tried those out too. So we have a quick take today for that. 
my mouth is on fire. So like I said, oh my goodness. I was gonna try the mango habanero wings after I tried the other ones on opening day. And I was gonna bring you with me and here we are and I tried them. Um, so first off, it's about 11.30. So Epcot hasn't been open that long, but um, the actual chicken on the bone is not warm at all. Um, it's basically, I'd, I'd even consider it cold. Uh, so I don't know if they like, they just prepped this and had been sitting out for a while, um, but not very good there. Whereas opening day, it was like nice, warm, hot, awesome quality wings. And that's what I reported on then. And now I'm back um, a few days later and it is not great quality. Um, with that being said though, uh, this sauce is so insanely spicy. Like on a level of one to 10, I'd probably put it at an 8.59. Definitely, uh, I like spicy stuff, like I mentioned before, but definitely um, call the medic hot level uh, almost almost hard to enjoy the flavor with how hot it actually is. And this is again, someone who enjoys spicy stuff. I reviewed the Buffalo and the Sesame Teriyaki. Both of those were great. Uh, and I love them both. I'm however not gonna order this one again. So take that for what you will when you do come here. Um, Sesame Teriyaki Buffalo, great. Mango Habanero is like, I stopped eating this Two minutes ago and my mouth is still just on fire. Um, it's so hot. Yeah, not gonna order that one again. Um, again, if you missed that vlog from before, these wings are all 750. Every flavor at the new brewing card is 750. You got uh, garlic parmesan, you got buffalo, uh, sesame teriyaki, and mango habanero. And these are on absolute fire. Uh, I said the buffalo before on a on a hot scale was like moderate. Um, definitely, if you're not into spicy stuff, but you like mild buffalo, to the buffalo is a safe bet. But the mango habanero, unless you're like the spice king or queen, I'd probably say stay away. Also, again, worth noting, um, these have definitely been sitting out, which I don't understand. I've caught just opened, but these have definitely been sitting out, which which isn't great. There you have it. Fiasco thought the sauce was way too spicy. It's sad that the wings were cold. You never want cold wings. It's they're just not as good as they are when they're they're really piping fresh. But hey, you know what? That's sometimes the the blows we get dealt when we're dining at Walt Disney World or anywhere, not just Walt Disney World, just anywhere in general. But I know I'm never one to judge anyone because I have problems with pronunciation and such. But I genuinely want to find out where he thinks that extra R is being put in in Habanero. Like, I, I, I want to get in his mind and figure that out. And he kept saying it over and over again and over. But uh, excellent, excellent little review from Fiasco there. We're going to hear more of him and Pete and some of the rest of the team. Next, we are moving on to a table service review from the Boardwalk if you're in the mood for Italian food, you're going to get hungry when listening to this one. Hey, everybody. Pete Werner here 
at the Trattoria Al Forno at Disney's Boardwalk Resort for another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Uh, joined tonight by uh, Drake Shadwell from MovingToOrlando.com. Of course, Corey Fiescanaro, our wonderful producer, and his beautiful wife, Ms. Haley. Adnizio. At, at 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 I can never pronounce it. Um, and I can tell you this is going to be an interesting review already because the server, like, I just, I wanted, you know, I, I need, I'm dying of thirst. We just sat down. And she was, like, really pushing for our full order. And I really hope, I really hope this is not going to be an Ohana rush-through-your-meal type experience because Karen ain't going to have it tonight, okay? I'm just telling you, I'm in a mood, and I'm not going to have it tonight. So be interested to see how it goes. It has been a long time since I've been here, and this was never, like, this was always kind of hit or miss for me. Uh, in terms of dinner. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, so we have gotten our appetizers. But before we get into the appetizers, I want to share just a little story about what just happened. Um, these appetizers, at least the ones that I've tasted, um, are superb. I mean, they're not good. They are unbelievable. The red sauce, and you know me and red sauce, right? This red sauce, I could tell immediately it was made fresh here. I checked with the server, who turns out to be a doll, by the way. So forget everything I said before. Um, her name's Fabiana. She's wonderful. Um, and I'm tasting stuff, and I'm like, I'll guarantee you they have a new chef here. Now, the last time I was here, uh, this place was reaching for mediocre. Um, and as soon as these appetizers hit the table, so I got the like the the salumi, uh, salome, or however it's pronounced, s s a l u m i, um, which is basically some cheeses, some some cured meats, um, and this stuff is as fresh as could be. The red sauce. So, unbelievable how good it was and I said to Fiasco I said this place has a new chef and I stopped our server Fabiana and I said uh, how long has the executive chef been here she's like oh it's relatively recent about six months uh, but he's leaving to go back to the flying fish it's chef Tim Majoris uh, is uh, the executive chef here and I said to her, I said, I'm going to bet when Tim came in here, he went through that menu like a hot knife through butter. And she laughed and she said, yeah, he changed everything. So uh, we'll get to the reviews of the individual dishes in a bit. But I just wanted to share that because I don't know how long he's going to be here. So run, do not walk. I can just, I'll, t- I'll say this before I ever get my main course. Run, don't walk. Trotteria Al Forno, because Chef Tim Majoris from The Flying Fish is uh, is the one in the kitchen. All right, so for my appetizer, I had the salumi, which is cured meats, cheeses, and pickled harvest. Get a hold on. Get a quick shot over here of the fabulous Fabiana. How you doing? I'll tell you something. She's fantastic. Like 
the the Coke uh, the Coke Zero was tasting a little funky. She went over to the ice cream store and got me a bottle of Coke Zero. Um, that's a good server. So I take back what I said a thousand percent uh, at the beginning of this, and I thought this might be a problem. Um, she's turned out to be absolutely incredible. Um, all right. So like I said, uh, for my appetizer, I got the salumi, which I believe was $15. Cured meats, cheeses, pickled harvest vegetables. The first thing I noticed when I tasted the uh, ricotta cheese is that it was fresh. Because it's really, I don't know if it's easy for everybody to tell when it's fresh, but I've had it literally made on a farm in Sorrento, Italy, and fed to me like as soon as it was made. So I, I, I know what fresh, you know, uh, what, what, what fresh ricotta uh, tastes like. Um, and although this was not made by an old Italian lady in the back, it is made in, uh, 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 did, no wait, she said that this was not made in-house, right? She said the cheeses were not made in-house, but wherever they get them from, it is fresh. Um, the other thing that amazed me, there's goat che- There's a goat cheese on here. I hate goat cheese. But it has this uh, herb crust around it that when you get the goat cheese with those herbs, it's absolutely delicious. Uh, mozzarella that was on here um, was okay. I'm not going to say it was like, you know, as fresh as everything else was. Um, but the cheeses with the cured meats, really, really, really nice. $15, great appetizer. For my main course, I got the asabuco. And what blew me away, not just the presentation of it, um, was the price. It is not difficult to spend 50 or $60 on a veal asabuco on property. This is $34. Um, a little smaller than you might get in some other places, but... Um, there was enough of it that I still have some in my plate that I'm getting boxed. Uh, this comes uh, with uh, gremolata, creamy polenta, and arugula. And again, $34. Absolutely perfectly prepared. This was so good. Absolutely, absolutely delicious. Um, the last Italian restaurant I reviewed was Maria Enzo's. And I entitled that review, Run the Away. And I'm going to entitle this one, Get the Over Here. It's, I don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, With Chef Tim in the kitchen, I don't know if that's going to carry over to the next guy once the Flying Fish opens in September. But I would seriously say you need... Based on the dish, you know, we'll talk to everybody else about their meal, but based on what I had, I would absolutely go out of my way to come back and have this. In fact, I ordered another asabuco to go because I want to have this again and not drive to the boardwalk. Um, But no, this was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic meal. Hey, everybody. It's Drake. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, I have to talk about the garlic bread. Uh, it was an afterthought from the waitress, just like, hey, would y'all like some garlic bread? 
And for a half a second, we were like, is this the table bread? Because it comes out and it's in a red sauce. It's coated in cheese and tastes delicious. We're absolutely tearing into this thing with fork and knife. Just, we can't get enough of it. Um, I... I wish it had been the table bread, but it did cost $7. Even for $7, it was phenomenal. It was absolutely worth every dollar. Um, I followed that up with my entree with the steak, oak grilled, I believe it said, and it was excellently prepared. The vegetables that go along with it were delicious. It was a $39 steak. The meat didn't hold up to how well it was prepared. The sauce was good. Everything was so good. And then the fat was difficult to chew. There was, I hate to use this word, but there was gristle. Like, I didn't like chewing the steak. So I could tell that, like, I got what I paid for. I came to an Italian restaurant and I ordered a steak and they punished me for it. Um, But even so, even so, it was prepared so very well. It's just the the cut of meat. It was a $39 cut of meat. Um, I enjoyed my meal. I ate, I mean, y'all know, I just, I eat a ridiculous amount of food. Um... But I wish I could have just eaten that garlic bread again and again. It's okay to give a bad review. <laughs> it's okay to say the steak wasn't good. But it was prepared well. That's that's what it was for. Like, it really but did that's seem. That's the equation, right? Yeah. It really did seem like they just didn't give them. It's frustrating to know that the kitchen really is phenomenal. And they just didn't give them the tools they needed in order to succeed. Succeed. Because that's all it is. They didn't give them the well, resources. I don't, I don't know that it's them. You know, look, at the end of the day, that all has to rest on the chef. The chef has to choose what cuts of meat he uses, what supplier he uses. I'm sure there are restrictions. But, you know, you're new at, (laughs) he's new at the reviews. Yeah. He's new at the dining reviews. Uh, And God bless him. But, uh, yeah. It's okay. It's it's okay. Chef, Chef Tim can take it. All right. Well, Chef Tim. I, I hope to try another steak at another place where you get a, a better slab of beef. Um, I would order one of the other entrees. Don't get the steak if you come to Trattoria Al Forno. All right. So for starters, I got a kale Caesar salad, which I thought right off the bat was interesting. They had kale and uh, for the base of the salad. And they also had this like Parmesan-crusted Okay, so before I get into it, the presentation was incredible. I thought the presentation of the food here is just amazing. But as I kept eating the salad, I have to say that the there was a Parmesan crust that held the salad together, and it. I, I honestly thought that was a little bit too salty for me. And another thing that you want to keep in mind if you want to order the salad is that there is Parmesan anchovy. Like it, 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 The Parmesan is like anchovy infused it's very strange and i did not enjoy that part at all and maybe i should have just read a little bit more into the description that there was parmesan infused flavor i didn't enjoy that i don't i didn't i did not like the salad at all i thought the presentation was really really awesome okay and now we're talking now we're getting into the entree it was my favorite it was so delicious it was honestly one of the best chicken parms i've ever had on property and that 
I mean, I've been to a lot of Italian restaurants on Disney property, and I have tried my fair share of chicken parmesan. And I have to say that this was amazing. It was so enjoyable. It was so flavorful. Like Pete said, the sauce is just out of this world. It was so delicious. But there's one thing I do want to mention about this dish. Um, so it comes with gnocchi, and I was not aware that it came with gnocchi. And I love gnocchi. I am such a big fan of gnocchi. I make it at home. It's so delicious. Um, but... I have to say that I don't think that it complemented the dish well at all. I thought that the gnocchi kind of made it very mushy, and the texture just wasn't there. Um, so if they replaced the gnocchi with, like, maybe, say, some penne or some rigatoni, maybe some linguine, some different pasta, I think that would be a lot more enjoyable. So that's just my little knock, but overall, I enjoyed my entree so much. And I think, so the salad, how much was it? $14 for the salad, and for my entree, I'm going to have to take a look at that, but yeah, it, it was delicious. I would really recommend getting the chicken parmesan here. So like Haley mentioned, she got the chicken parm. Uh, that was $26, and I, I would also like to mention uh, the last time me and her were here was a while ago as well. Uh, it was about Valentine's Day, I believe two years ago for Valentine's Day, and we both ordered chicken parm on that date, and it was not the same chicken parm. It looked entirely different. Um, but with that being said, for my appetizer, I got the calamari. That was $17. Uh, on the side, there was a roasted lemon where you squeeze that lemon and the juices just flow out all onto the calamari. Um, and as you can probably tell if you've been watching these reviews, that's been like my, my go-to app if it was on the menu lately. I've ordered it at a lot of different places, SDK, Marie and Enzo's, um, and now here, and it was just as good as all of them. Uh, one thing that I feel like made it a little better for me, and uh, this could be good or negative for you depending on how you are, uh, with calamari you have like the little circle fried pieces, and then you have the tentacles. I personally don't like the tentacles anyways, um, and these had none of those. It was all just the circles, which I prefer, so that was great. Um, now for my entree, I got... The vegan option here, which yeah, which is the plant-based rigatoni bolognese, twenty-five bucks. That's uh, rigatoni and slowly braised ragu. Um, I asked the server what the vegan meat was. I was informed it was Beyond, which was I, I thought it was either Beyond or Impossible, but it's Beyond, and it will have you saying, "I can't believe it's not meat," at least for me. Um, I order a lot of vegan options. Many, many, many vegan options. I've tried, I don't know, 20, 30 different vegan dishes at table service restaurants at this point. Honestly, this one's my favorite. The sauce, like everybody's been mentioning, the red sauce here, I'm, it's the same red sauce, uh, except maybe if there is cheese in the other one, they would use some sort of alternative that would not be cheese. Uh, there was a sweetness to it. There was... There was a, a creaminess to it, and in this case, it, the creaminess isn't cream because it's completely vegan, and it was just insanely good. There was also, like, really fresh, ripe uh, cherry tomatoes in there, too, which I didn't eat all of those, but the rest of my plate was completely cleaned. If you had asked me before tonight if you should come to Trattoria and get dinner, I'd say, no, you shouldn't. You should come for breakfast, but avoid dinner. After tonight, most definitely come here and if you like if you're looking for a good vegan dish this like i'm really surprised 
um, when I booked this dinner, I was like, you know, we should really get back to Trata, Bria, because we've mentioned it on some DVC shows, and it's always kind of like a, it would kind of have like a meh stance on it, so we should really get back here. I did not know the menu changed this much and the food changed this much, but it is go out of your way at this point, for sure. So we're digging into desserts now. I got the tiramisu for my dessert, and we got gelato and the panna cotta. I tried everything, and I enjoyed everything. My favorite was probably the gelato. It was so flavorful. At first, I thought it was matcha ice cream, but it turns out it was just pistachio. But yeah, it was delicious. The panna cotta was so fresh and has some little raspberries on top, and it just went together so well. It was so fresh. I highly recommend getting that one. Tiramisu was really good as well. It, you couldn't really like taste the tiramisu in it. It was just kind of tasted like a, a regular chocolate cake, which is fine to me, but something to consider. Yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the desserts. Perfect. Okay, so I personally ordered the panna cotta, but tried all of them, the tiramisu, the gelato, everything. I didn't know what panna cotta was, but um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a really good dessert, and I was glad that our server was really, really nice about making sure that we knew. Oh, perfect, perfect. Um, we knew how good it was. Uh, but for me, I actually really liked the tiramisu. I know Haley's the one who ordered it, and she found it a little bit bland, but the cocoa powder for me, she's behind the camera, so I'm actually looking at her right now. Um, the cocoa powder actually, it popped enough for it to be good for me. Um, but I can see how it, like, it's a very large piece of tiramisu and then all you get is that cocoa flavor. Um, that might be disappointing. I liked it. Um, but I would definitely suggest the panna cotta personally. Uh, if you're going to get a dessert, do it. Okay. I, I took little bites of the desserts. Uh, the gelato in particular was really, really, really good. It's a homemade gelato, the pistachio, the milk chocolate, um, and it is a you know the tiramisu was very good, uh, the panna cotta was good. I'm not a huge fan of panna cotta, but uh, that was that was good. That was good. Um, overall, uh, now I want to I want you to keep in mind that um, the asabuco I had was so good I ordered another one to go because I want to eat that for dinner tomorrow night. So in total, with five entrees among four people, um, appetizers and desserts, uh, $267 for this meal. Uh, haven't applied any discounts. Um, so you got to figure that's about a little more like $63 a person, $64 a person. Um, normally, if I had come to Trotteria and gotten this bill with what they normally, what they used to serve, I would have been upset. For this, I feel like it is absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. And if you can ask for Fabiana as your server, I mean, they really can't necessarily do it all the time, but if you happen to get her, uh, she's phenomenal. She really, really is. Um... I, I, I got to say, coming into this review, I didn't have a lot of hope for it. And when those appetizers, when I started tasting the appetizers and how, how, how delicious that red sauce was, how fresh the stuff on the uh, meat and cheese plate was, 
um, how good uh, fiascos Beyond Meat, whatever it was, the the vegetarian tree hugger, the tree hugger pasta uh, dish, um, Maya Sabuco. I, I it was obvious this um, this restaurant's gone through some changes, and it makes perfect sense that Chef Tim Majoris is uh, slumming here while he's waiting for his restaurant to open. Um, and he's going to be here, uh, from what I'm told, until September of 2021. Um, so if you're going to be in town, I would highly recommend going out of your way to come over here and check this restaurant out. It really was a fantastic meal. There you have it, their review of Trattoria Al Forno. I have only eaten there once, maybe. Yeah, because I've never had never had the breakfast, despite when people used to rave about it, and only had one dinner there one time, and I remember loving it, and I remember Pete being very happy with it, but seems like he's even happier now, so that's always a good thing. It's always nice when the boss is happy, but... That's going to do it for this week's show. I truly hope you all enjoyed it. And, of course, we'll be back again next week with even more fun, delicious reviews. And before we do go, I need to remind you one more time that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you want to support us, get that free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to it. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, please, 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 if you're enjoying it, leave us a five-star rating and review, and I'll give you a shout-out on the show. I always love doing that, but I can't do it unless there's no reviews. And there were no new reviews this week, so I'm out of luck. But again, hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week. Hope everyone has an amazing week. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.